Hello and welcome to this week's This Club Is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. Later we'll be hearing how the women's team got on in their away trip to Cheadle Town and shortly we'll be hearing how the men's team fared in their league game at Marine from Saturday. But before that, it's to Tuesday night at Mariners Park as FC United travelled to league leaders South Shields. Well, good evening everyone and welcome to SC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. And you join us tonight here live on North Manchester 106.6 FM and across the world on the FC Radio website, live here in the northeast of England at Mariners Park, FC United taking on the league leaders, South Shields, here this evening. Stato Paul's with us. Hello, Paul. Good evening, everyone. Uh, so, Paul, the term free hit gets banded around a lot in football. It's one of those football cliche videos that you see now and then on Twitter and stuff with loads of managers saying the words free hit. But, Paul, never afraid to use a cliche here on FC Radio. This is hashtag free hit. The cliche is out of the box. <laughs> yeah, you, you could argue that the, all the pressure is on South Shields tonight, chasing the title, and they've got a nine-point lead. They want to wrap up the title as soon as they can. Whereas with FC, we're not in contention. Looking at it from that point of view, we hope that we put up a fight tonight, at least. The 11 games unbeaten, South Shields. If you remember when we beat them in October, they'd gone 12 games unbeaten. So maybe there's a small omen there. There is. However, and we were just looking at it, the team that started, because uh, we, we played the highlights at the start of this broadcast, uh, FC United beating South Shields by two goals to one. Two late goals coming from a goal behind to take all three points in that game. We had a different goalkeeper compared to that evening back in October. We've got a different right back, a different left back, two different centre backs, two different midfielders and three different forwards. Which leaves one player. And that's Charlie Ennis. He yes. was the only player who started that game, who features this evening. And we reckon they had nine starters yes. in Moston in October that and does, start tonight. And does that give us an indication of the fortunes? Because we can go back to that, you know, that last game of the COVID season where it was first against second, it was 5-3, it was a thrilling game here uh, a few seasons ago. But that's been the change in fortunes. We've just not had a settled team. I mean, it's <laughs> players who played in that game a few years back who were still here at South Shields. I think... Kevin Phillips has had a fairly consistent team selection over the season, whereas Renault is into his third incarnation with a variety of loan signings necessary yep. to fill the gaps and the fact that we've not been able to sign players permanently. So that's, that's that shows the difference between the two sides tonight. Yeah, uh, so FC United, obviously, Donahue still injured. Uh, Curtis Jones, obviously, this concussion protocols he can't feature. Um, Potts is coming back from injury. He is on the bench, though. Andy Halls is unfortunately poorly, but it means that we've got a bit of a makeshift back too. Jan Palinkas is the senior centre-back with Adam Dodd at uh, the left centre-back. But saying that, that was the same as last Tuesday and that worked quite well. well. He had a Phoenix Trophy dress rehearsal for this, so you could say that, that was profitable. Uh, Alex Wallerton will be right back, Guy Hall will be left back. Uh, central midfield, we've got James Vincent, Charlie Ennis and Luke Griffiths, just a mention for Luke Griffiths, he was man of the match last Tuesday, he was man of the match on Saturday in that game against Afferton Coles. Um, can he make it free on the trot? Well, the rules the rules are, are not written down in blood anywhere, so it is possible he might get three in a row, but it's very unusual. Max Kane will be up front alongside Faz Sangare and uh, Dante Gabidon. Now, Paul, uh, we commentated on the game at Afferton Coles, we didn't really have much of a view of the match. Which is a blessing. But you had a better view of the Sangare red card yeah to me it was a stamp that Sangari reacted to and the ball was actually out of play whilst we were making the substitution which made it even more bizarre and it all happened in front of the Atherton dugout so they reacted very strongly to it and that influenced the referee I think to a degree but yes unfortunate but he does start tonight and hopefully before he starts his ban he'll be able to give us something on the pitch now obviously South Shields look like they're they're on their way to promotion and uh, I mean when you look at Saturday's game for them against Staley Bridge Celtic that's that's the key isn't it what, what's changed think, for South Shields I think that sums up what, where they are in the fact they were 3-1 down with 87 minutes on the clock and their superior fitness got them a draw and that desire to win or at least not lose um, and the fact that they're on an 11 game unbeaten run 
and they're very determined to keep that going as well. South Shields are not the flashy side that they were um, two or three seasons ago where they were very flamboyant. They are more functional now. They are more prepared to scrap it out for a result if they have to. But on their own pitch, we have to also mention the pitch is immaculate. The setup here, the new stand opposite is, is fantastic. It, the setup now. It is ready for National League North, Mariners yeah. Park, that's for sure. Uh, just to give you uh, the South Shields team, it's uh, Boney, Hunter, uh, Blair Adams, who's the captain, uh, Liddell, Broadbent, Woods, Heaney, Briggs, Osi, Alessandra, Motley Hendry, and um, obviously Darius Osi's uh, the one to watch, but they all are really, He's, he's leading scorer with 13, He scored against us before. Uh, but there are goals all the way through this South Shields side, they've shared them out pretty much. They've got 62, only Gainsborough have scored more, they've got 63. Played through, good first touch there by Hunter. Nice through ball there to Alessandro, but Guy Hall's covering and that's going to be a... Well, I thought that was a goal kick. No, I think he got it right. OK, well... I think I'm, he went off his foot. We'll see that in the replay on SCTV. I'm pretty sure that was a, a, an FC goal kick, but it's a corner ball taken short. And here's Alessandro now. From the right-hand side, crosses this ball in towards the back post. Header one on the back post at South Shields. With five minutes played here at Mariners Park. Take the lead. A crossing from Alessandra towards the back post area. And uh, I think it was uh, Broadbent there on the back post. FC players are questioning the, the decision of the original corner, Paul. I'm, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure you've got a different view to me, but I think that was an FC goal kick. But we'll see in the replay who was correct. It, it did happen awfully quick, to be fair. Yeah. But after that, cross it, in and the header on the back post. It was a good ball in. And we also have to remember that this is a makeshift back line. Yes. And that probably was a factor in the goal. But a great start for the Mariners. Just what FC didn't need. Out to the right-hand side to uh, Max Kane. Here's Vincent. Sangari now on the right-hand side. Sangari. Waits for support, crosses the ball in, Griffiths, nice layoff there, shot comes in to the left-hand side of Miles Boney, it was Max Kane there with the effort, and uh, well, that's uh, a decent attempt there, and well worked by FC United, it's a corner ball, and uh, OC now picking up the ball inside South Shields territory, but only just, he's over the halfway line, there's runners left and right, one of those runners is Motley Henry, Motley Henry now, on the left-hand side of the penalty area, Motley Henry, it's got a runner coming forward there, and it's a good run and a good save by Lavercombe. It was uh, Michael Woods there. Great midfield play, wasn't it? Picking up the ball and charging into the penalty area, and a great save there by Lavercombe. Score remains 1-0. In it comes towards the near post area, and uh, Kane gets a bit on it. Sangari's there, and it's going to get cleared by Charlie Ennis. Now, can Gabidon get to that ball? I think he can, and he does. Gabidon's 1-1. He goes for the lead, oh. and he puts it over the bar. And that was an opportunity, Paul. Well, it's the first time, really, we've had an opportunity with a long ball out from the back. And they didn't deal with it. Gabidon got behind the last man, had a run-in on goal, only came out. It was all about the lob. It was, the, he, right, it was the right idea. It was the right, right, right idea, wrong execution, and it just flew wide. Griffiths there, a nice flick on Sangari. Sangari takes it down really well. Driving towards the penalty area, the ball breaks, it nearly finds Griffiths, the clearance finds Ennis though. Ennis, is he lining up a shot? No, opts for the pass. Ennis still following things up. Ennis into the penalty area, now he shoots and now he scores! Charlie Ennis to the goalkeeper's right, into the bottom corner and a minute into the second half. FC United have got an equaliser and that was all about Charlie Ennis and the word persistence, Paul. Well, Ennis drove forward, lost, lost the ball on the edge of the box, got it back. And there was a, a Shields player in front of him, who was a Shield, basically. And Boney didn't really see the shot until it was too late, and it flashed into the corner. And the terrific start to the second half. It breaks here to Briggs, who shoots a distance, hits the back of Dodd. And there's Palinkas bringing the ball out. Gets it to Griffiths. Griffiths out to this right-hand side now. To Kane, Max Kane, for FC United. Finds Sangari on the right-hand side of the penalty area by the byline. Checks his side, Sangari plays it in. Oh, he's just oh. beyond Kane. He was literally a yard out and he was just beyond him. He lunged and couldn't get the touch. But here's Dodd now. Dodd charging forward. He chips the ball in. It breaks for Gabidon. Appeals to handball. Ref says no. Wallerton and Motley Henry there battling away. And Motley Henry brings the ball clear for South Shields. It's end-to-end -end stuff at the moment. Wallerton gets the ball back. Motley Henry, great challenge, wins the ball. And here's Blair Adams on the ball now for South Shields. 
A ball played down the line and uh, we're on the verge here of a classic match if we're not careful. Heaney's ball is a loose one and uh, here's Sangari now. Sangari's got Griffiths forward. Griffiths now is the only show in town for an FC United player. Griffiths on the right side of the penalty here. Plays the ball back to Sangari. Oh, Sangari out to the left-hand side of the box. Lot to do. Sangari keeps the ball though and plays it back out to Guy Hall. Guy Hall, first time ball into the box. It's not been dealt with by the goalkeeper. That's Vincent. Oh, he drags it wide. And he wanted a penalty. He did want a penalty. Oh, he wanted a corner. He wanted something, but the referee's given a goal kick. Charlie Ennis puts the ball down on the surface for this corner, which is going to get swung in on his right foot. Ennis, in it comes. Towards the near post. There's Potts. Potts scores on oh. the near post. Into the far corner. And FC United have come from a goal down. Scoring two goals in this second half, Paul, and this game, it's all changed. Well, we were just talking about Potts, and there he was on the corner. I mean, I've never seen him score with a header, that must be a first. A superb run towards the near post there to win that header. It wasn't quite Roy Keane in Turin, but... But it... we did mention during, <laughs> earlier in the game about the corners and how we've improved on, on delivery. Definitely. And that one was bang on the money. Carrington turns and moves in field to Broadbent Broadbent tries to feed that ball through to Adams who's on the overlap Adams can keep this ball in play crosses the ball in it breaks to the edge of the box oh and that's a fine save a wonder save there from Woods on the volley on the half volley and it was destined for the bottom corner and there was Lavikin who palmed it wide and that's a world class save there from FC United's goalkeeper and I don't say that lightly Paul no, it was a terrific stop. It looked like it was all over an equaliser. But they have got the corner, and we've seen how dangerous they are from corners. It's a corner ball, and it's going to be Heaney to take it from South Shields left. We're into the last 15 minutes of this game. In it comes, lofted in to the back post area. Lavercombe with a punch. It breaks to Briggs. Briggs on the right side of the box. Crosses it into the back post. There's Lavercombe again with a wonderful palm away. And FC Nike counts it. Gabidon gets that ball to Kane. Kane, he's one-on-one with the last, last defender. Man. He beats Hunter. Kane is still battling away with Hunter. Kane! Oh, it's a good challenge from Hunter. I did feel like it was about to go into the top corner of that ball, <laughs> but uh, Hunter got his toe on it just as he was about to shoot. And, uh, well, I'll sleep tonight, Paul. <laughs> Full time here. And wow. FC United have won victorious here at Mariners Park. A very makeshift FC United and Manchester have come here to the league leaders who are cruising towards promotion. 1-0 down, five minutes into this game, but they've grown come out in the second half storming straight out the gates taking the game to South Shields and I think deserved victors tonight by two goals to one FC live there from Tuesday evening at South Shields and on Saturday FC United were looking to make it back to back wins in the league with a tough away at playoff chasers Marine let's hand over to Ben and Woodso now shortly before kickoff on Merseyside well welcome everyone to the Marine travel arena and uh, you join us here on Merseyside, FC United taking on Marine this afternoon. And joining me here uh, with uh, a tray full of Scouse stew. Indeed. <laughs> it's, uh, it's our very own Woodso. Uh, Woodso, welcome to the show. Um, we didn't really catch up on Tuesday night. How many times have you said, Woodso, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if we get beat by such a team and then go on and Absolutely. beat South Shields. And that was that yeah. was your classic, wasn't it? This season is FC to a T. You lose twice to Liverpool at home, twice to Coles, and then you beat Shields twice. That's just FC as we expect it, to be honest with you. And, um, you know, we were pretty damn good. I'm, I'm going to temp- temper it slightly for pretty much 90 minutes on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. They had, they had the odd spell. They, the, they started quite well. Obviously, they scored first. And they, and they ended quite strongly. But the middle bit, we were by far the better team. We were creating chances. We probably should have scored more than the two. We scored off a corner, which is almost yeah. unheard of. Everything went perfectly. But then we turn up today with, you know. Yeah, the breaking news, uh, dear listener, is uh, the dressing room has been hit by a bug um, and um, several players missing. But to be honest, I looked at the team sheet on Tuesday night and I was not expecting anything from, from that team and they all performed mm, yeah. eight, nine, tens. Um, we've still got a good core of experience playing today. Um, obviously, there's a question mark about the goalkeeper. It's a, it's a big occasion for, for, yeah. for Willen. But everyone else, it's, it's not too bad. 
you know, obviously Dodd's playing at the back again, but he played at the back on Tuesday. Not back, I mean, in the centre half, he always plays at the back. One of the, one of the man of the matches, I thought. Yeah, Tuesday. well, I think I think you could perm anyone for him, to be honest with yeah. you. I don't, I don't, I mean, I know, I know you give it to Ennis, rightly so, but I think you could have permed Vincent at his best game. Vincent did have his best Neil's game. Neil's just said Wollerton, and yeah. I wouldn't argue with that. Dan Lavercombe have made that save at, towards the end, it was probably man of the match. World class save. You know, you know, I'm not one for saying, oh, you made one save, you thought it's not man of the match. You know, it was a world, you know. But that kept, that, that got us the points. So, you just got to go out today, you know, there's players who played on Tuesday. We're going to have to pull it out again today. There's players who didn't play necessarily 90 minutes on Tuesday. One or two players who didn't play at all. Um, it's not going to be easy today. We're, they're on a good run. They're, they're, they're hankering for the playoffs. We, I think we, obviously we, we are probably out of that now, but you know, stranger things have happened. I think Marine, there are a few points outside the playoffs now, but they have got games in hand. Mm. SC United, it's 10 points to the playoffs with no oh, games no in games hand. Down, yeah. And uh, I think it's seven games left, so there's 21 points on the table still. It's a tall ask. Oh, we, need 20, really we need 21 and yeah. then the whole people. Yeah. So it's not going to happen, no. but, but it can still happen. Is but but we can still have our moments. Tuesday night was one of the highlights of the season. It was moments. Even though we're probably not going to get to the playoffs this year, that's still a game that people moments. are going to remember. We want moments. And I think that'll be the, hopefully that'll be the same today. Uh, it is low, a low bar of expectation, thanks to the team selection. Absolutely. But I, I think, like I said, I think the bar was pretty low on Tuesday as well. So... Yeah. This is pitch, just to, yeah, just to touch upon this pitch. Um, it is a, a 4G. It looks fantastic. The setup now here at Marine, uh, obviously um, taking full advantage of the FA Cup run they had a couple of years ago. Um, I mean, fair play to them. I mean, it's yeah, always so been a welcoming club anyway. Yeah, yeah oh, the, the, the officials here are absolutely wonderful. You know, Dave and Peter and, and their board and whatnot. Uh, really friendly, really helpful. And the crowds um, are up. I mean, this. We've been talking. Yeah, they're getting fifty. Yeah, there's three clubs in this league who regularly get four-figure crowds. Mm. We've seen two of them on Tuesday night. I've seen South Shields. Two more again today. Two more again today. Absolutely. You know, and that, that a lot of that off the back of that cup run, obviously. Yeah. Fair play to them. You know, hopefully they can do it. They're, 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 they are a friendly club. Uh, you've always got that nice rivalry with the Manchester Liverpool thing, which is always, you know, is, is always there. So yeah, absolutely. You know, we should be able to play on this pitch. So should Marine. That's, so it should yeah. be a good game. Will the edges out? Probably. But who knows? Well, Woodso, enjoy the rest of your Scouse stew. Oh, absolutely. And uh, it looks lovely, actually. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're going to go now. Let's hand over to the SC United manager, Neil Reynolds, who I caught up with earlier. Hello, Neil. How are you? Hey, Ben. Uh, it was good after Tuesday night. Not been so good the last 48 hours. I'm going to give everybody the uh, the tonic that they need to get on social media and say that Renault just has a book of excuses. That's what I'm going to do here, Ben. <laughs> where, where does your book start then? The letter A? Or... <laughs> where, it's, where it starts is I possibly had the, the unluckiest 24 hours of my right. life. Uh, there's been a bug that's rifled through the, the squad. It started after 60 minutes on Tuesday night with Griffiths coming off. It's gone through the side with Halsey, Jan Palinkas, Mike Donoghue, Matt Van Wyk, Faizu, Sanger and Dan Labakum. Uh, all not here today. Oh my goodness! So before anyone comes out and scribbles all over social media, these are excuses. These are facts, everybody. So we've just <laughs> got to get on with it today. That's all we've got to do. So um, <clears throat> right, I was trying to take a mental note of those names there. Starting off with Dan Lavercombe, yeah, massive blow. Massive. Um, who have you gone with, Willem or Rose? Uh, I've gone with DJ Willem. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he's not well either. Uh, he's he's we've asked him to stay out of the dressing room. He's had this he's had this flu. Just a tough one. It is what it is, and he's and he's going to patch it up. We've got Matty Rose on the bench, but you know again, I will tell people Matty Rose isn't fit. He's rolled his ankle, so he's just making up numbers today. So, same similar interview to Tuesday night in a way when I, I use the word hiding to nothing. Um. It, it is, <laughs> he's part of football, you know. In the last 24, 48 hours, not being able to get things over the line, we've drastically tried to get a keeper, drastically tried to get low moves, but just couldn't get things done. So. Listen, on, on paper, we're, we're still we're still okay, uh, but we've got big, big players. And you know, the funny thing is, you can, if you work back uh, only eight weeks, two of the starting 11 are playing today, Curtis Jones and, and Charlie Ennis. So the 11's good, Ben, but you know, we fancy us on Tuesday night. I'm, I'm optimistic. I, I don't mind you know, giving people a little bit of talking points. And today, we've just got to go out there and, and give it our best. Um, what are you expecting then this afternoon, if if anything at all, really? Because, you know, I don't think much was expected on Tuesday, but it was such a phenomenal performance from players who... You know, some of that squad were playing amateur football last mm. season. It was a phenomenal achievement, really. And people might not that. That's out to win every game, despite what the squad is. Mm. You know, we've got an academy. You've got three academy lads on the bench today. So that's that's massive. You know, that's part and parcel of football. You know, there are lads that possibly shouldn't be playing today, uh, but they are. There's lads that have waited for opportunities and they're going to get them today. And, and for me, you know, the positive result Tuesday night, let's go and do it again today. Because I've just said to that squad in there, don't give me any excuse next Saturday at home to make changes because you weren't up to the performance and, and they've said yeah let's go Gaff and we've got a game plan 
you know, we set it out, we set it out all week, and we're coming here to, to, to win. We're not coming here to make up the numbers, we're coming here to win like we did on Tuesday night. Um, it's a fabulous pitch and set up now. Um, we've not been here in a, in a few years, but now they're back at this level and well, facilities have improved, haven't they? It's just the FA Cup run. I mean, massive credit in the FA Cup run, and that's what the money can do for you. You know, the, the bar out the back, uh, the setup that they've got, the pitch, you know, everything about Marine Football Club is, is going in the right direction. and you know, well done to them. That's all you can say. You know, we've well done to them. You know, we watched them last season. We were delighted with the run that they went on, and and they've, and they've then re, they've then reinvested that into the team. So, uh, so there you go. So, no, you know, credit to them. Credit to Neil Young. Uh, they'll look at our team today and go, you know, lads, if we don't win, there's something wrong. We're going. Come on, lads, it's a free hit today, and and who knows? Who knows what can happen? You know, you just never know in football. That's yeah. what happened Tuesday night. So, yeah, I'll give the I'll give the listeners an, an insight. But I, I feel I still think we're strong, and, and you know, when I'll give you the team. So, DJ goes yeah. in at one, centre half pairing of Curtis Jones and uh, and Adam Dodd, which enables us to play. Guy at left back Woolerton, who I thought had his best game in a red in a red shirt on Tuesday yeah. night. Uh, he stays in at right back. Then we're we'll going with a midfield three. Uh, Vincent and Potts will operate as a two. Charlie Ennis will either operate as the four or the ten, so he's, he's the one who's yeah. got the license between between the two of them. And then we go a top three of uh, Kane will go down the middle, uh, Keane Baru will go on one side, and Dante Gabadon will go on the other side, which gives us Ethan Vaughan, Keegan Hartley, uh, Serene, uh, Sandro De Costa, and Matty Rolls. So, you know, optimistic, you know, hopefully there'll be tiny bodies out there, but listen, them lads will give it a good go, and they know. You know what they did on Tuesday night took a lot out of them, but there's nothing better than a win to get the confidence levels going. And you know the excuses have gone now. So everyone listening back at home, we've got to get on with the game and, and get ready for kickoff. Nice one, Neil. Big thank you for joining us and all the best this afternoon. You, See you soon. Neil Reynolds uh, speaking to me about half an hour ago, actually. Um, Paul, it was interesting. He named Sangari as one of the ill players. Yes. He's also starting a three-match ban today, yes. as far as I know. So it doesn't really matter. No, no. I, uh, well. I'm, Paul, he gave me a long list of players who are yeah. absent. It, it was like the generation game. I could only remember so many things. Yeah. Um, but the big, the big name I spotted straight away was Dan Lavikum. That's. I mean, the back four today is actually quite strong. It's just the goalkeeper, DJ Willen or, or Matthew Rose. I mean, they've not played that many games at, at this level. I mean, it's it's a big ask, isn't it? It is. But you know, I mean, we we complain about our players missing. Marine have got two players suspended this afternoon. They lost the last home game 3-1 to Geisley, so they're kind of coming back from a, a bad defeat. They've now slipped to six points away from the top five, so they've got a lot to go out and prove this afternoon as well. Just some matters arising. Paul, we commentated on a game on Tuesday night up in the northeast at a team called South Shields. No, we were never there. heard of them. And uh, the good news is, dear listener, if you go to the fixture page now, uh, you'll notice that uh, the TV clips, there's, there's more highlights now, uh, I've caught up, I've, I've tortured myself over the last few days, I've, I've edited such classics as Warrington Rylands Away and uh, Liversidge at, at Home is done and uh, I, I got part way through Africa calls and went, nah, nah, I'm not doing this one. Uh, partly because they're sending off, the camera moves away, but I have started the South Shields edit and I can exclusively reveal it was not a corner. There we yeah. go. Trust your commentator, everyone. It, it will be in on your edit, but not the uh, the no. one that South Shields put out. No, that's true. Um, it did happen awfully quick, but never mind. All's well that ends well, though, Paul. What a fantastic evening. It was a, it was a great result, but also the performance was even bigger than the result in some ways. Because you get away games where you can win, and it's a bit smash and grab. You grab a goal and then hang on. But there was nothing like that at South Shields. We were the dominant side. After the first, say, 15, 20 minutes, I would say we had the better of the game. It's like the manager said, Kevin Phillips, he said that they wanted it more than we did. Now, that applies to any game, any place, anywhere. Yes. And if Marine come out today with a bit of complacency, they look at our weaknesses and say, oh, well, we just have to turn up and win, same thing can happen again. They lost last time out here, last Saturday, conceding two goals around about the 90-minute mark. So, you know strange things happen don't they when you think that they were leading at half time and then it all, all turned sour again yeah and it was against a team Geisler yeah. who kind of on the borderline of are they going to have a run at the playoffs mm. the gap between the top six and the rest of the division has stretched out a bit now the gap between Gainsborough in 6th and Marine in 7th is it's pretty big isn't it at, at, at this stage it's 5 points but Marine do have a, a, a game in hand what we do need to do yes. is try and get, get this division sorted out as, as a Tuesday night league <laughs> yes. um, and then we'd run away with it I would think 
just to touch upon the setup here, um, we, we normally commentate from the bus stop. I'm sorry for those old schoolers who want us to commentate from the bus stop. Unfortunately, my laptop battery is on the way out and it can't last a match. We're actually in the press section behind the goal. It's, it's a fantastic facility, this now, Paul, isn't it? Given all the investment that's been put in behind the scenes. Yeah, the, the, the cup tie against Tottenham earned them a lot of money. I think they sold, was it 20,000 tickets for a game that was behind closed doors? Uh, something like that. Yep. It's an incredible amount of money they made, and of course it was live on BBC. I think yep. um, so. Massive boost to the, the marine finances. Just to mention that the marine lineup. There's two concerns for me this afternoon. Yes. One is Ben Hodkinson. Yep. Who tormented us in a bootle shirt. Yep. The last time we were on Merseyside. Strangely Wing- enough. Winger. 2021. Yep. Our last game on Merseyside, and Saul Solomon, who we've seen at Jersey. We, Bull, Jersey we, Bulls. Did he play for Jersey Bulls in, oh, in no, that tournament? No, he was we, gone. He, he was, was gone, gone by, by then. Because it's, it's a great sign in that. Last season, he got nine goals in the FA Cup alone for Jersey Bulls. That's some some feat. He yeah. was second top scorer in the whole FA Cup competition. There's and he scored 13 already for Marine in the league. And Marine, we, we can't take it for granted just how impressive this is. Marine was step four last year. Right, we can look at Mask, we can look at Liversidge, we can look at Warrington Islands. It's tough that promotion, but Marine have just taken to it like like a duck to water. To get to be seventh in their first season yeah. at this level is is very impressive indeed. Um, this this surface they've got, they've got an artificial surface now. This has, has certainly helped them, I'm sure, over the over the season. Bounce of the ball is always a key, yes. isn't it? And we're, we're watching a warm up here with. Some academy players, yeah. Basically, our yeah. academy are out there warming up because we've got three on the bench. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean that's that's the other thing this afternoon. We don't have the strongest of benches. No. Nope. So the the eleven that start, and I'm not for one minute saying that all eleven are fit or well that start this afternoon in an FC well, shirt. Well, we know DJ William isn't fully fit. So, so the players that have been selected will do their best, but we know they're not 100 percent all of them. Yeah. So if we pull off a result today. It will go down as, as almost as good as South Shields. I think so. Free hit, I believe, is the hashtag that people can use today. Join in at home. Um, but, you know, when you look at the centre-back pairing, on paper, it's a good pairing, that. However, Curtis Jones has been out with concussion. And Adam Dodd, I, I think he's going to struggle playing two 90 minutes. So it's going to be tough. Yeah. Um, we've also got Potts, who came back. Potts is Oh, another hashtag he can use at home. I mean, he, he scored within seven minutes of coming on at South Shields, which was incredible. Even he couldn't remember scoring with a header before. No. Um, James Vincent as well starts. Probably James Vincent's best game on Tuesday night in a red shirt. I think he's grown into in the... white shirt uh, in that instance. He's grown into the position uh, and his fitness is improving game by game. There were so many good performances on Tuesday, um, but like we've said, it's going to be a tall ask this afternoon with uh, sickness in the dressing room and uh, player availability but we wait and see and uh, to guide you through this afternoon's match it's now time to hand over to our expert commentary team this is FC Live brought to you by ConstructedCoding.com and you lovely people the armchair army Marine taking on FC United and it's a big welcome back to Sato Paul but first here's James Quinn and in the end Josh Wardle is able to play it all the way back to Passant who uh, flicks it out to the left flank there Picking up there is uh, number 10, Sol Solomon, the top scorer, who gets the better of a Wallerton there into the box. Dale Solomon still on his feet, shoots and scores a magnificent goal. He beat two left-footed and a perfect bit of placement there. And into the lead on Marine. Curtis Jones bringing out the defence. Plays it forward to Potts on the halfway line. Potts now will try to get it through, but Buddy had a great work from Max Kane. Threading his way, Max Kane jinking right. Oh, side netting, good shot. Almost an instant riposte there from uh, FC. And now uh, Vincent plays it out to the left flank where uh, Dodd, Dodd trying to work his way forward, plays it out to Guy Hall. Guy Hall flicks it in field. Now it's Gabidon, 25 yards out, decent ball there. Kane, Kane chance. Oh, and he oh. puts it wide. It was a perfect ball through. And Kane, who's done well, and he found, made the run, timed the run, played it with his left foot, but it just goes wide. Vincent will pick up the second ball, 25 yards or so out, out to the left flank. Guy Hall now, can he get a cross in? Hall 
plays it back instead. Now Dodd, I think that's too close to the keeper, but Gabidon goes in, and a mistake by the keeper. But it lands very fortuitously, and Wardle can clear. And now on the break, and it's Hodkinson. Willen commits himself and does well. And now for a throw into Marine. But now a chance out of the right flank for a cross for Marine. Hodkinson blocked by Vincent, the second bite of the cherry. Hayde. Good delivery, Hardy! 2 0. And FC, I'm afraid. Hardy is not a tall figure, got between the two defenders. And uh, Marine now with a two-goal cushion. Now on the break is Joe Bunny. Joe Bunny down the right flank there. Looking for reinforcements, plays it across, and this could be 3-0. A great save from Willen. Excellent work, Lucas Weir. Couldn't complete. Fine save from the young keeper there. Keeping FC with just a glimmer of hope. And now uh, Charlie Doyle, nice through ball, chance now for 3-0, round the keeper, it goes for 3-0, and it's Solomon with a second, and uh, Marine are home and hosed out with a 3-0 lead. Seconds to go, and there he does, thank you. So, comfortable victory for the home side, and a deserving one, impressive display from Marine, some decent football from FC at times here but just uh, without the uh, ingenuity and the, uh, the cutting edge to uh, really test Marine but to remember FC bit of a threadbare lineup, players missing through a flu bug in injury suspension and so on and, uh, and others on the field not at 100% so uh, FC not expected to uh, come away with the result and not surprisingly perhaps losing losing by three goals to nil Paul Hinson, uh, your verdict. This is our first ever league defeat at Rossett Park in our ninth visit. You could say it was in the air. It's certainly coming when you look at the team selection and the players available. Uh, Marine, in seventh place, had massive incentive to win this afternoon. Um, the pressure was on them to deliver, and they did deliver. They had the best player on the pitch, who was ruthless. Um, and that's that's the kind of play that FC didn't have this afternoon. All that, all that being said, Paul, um, we were definitely in the game at half-time. Um, do you think one of the problems that we've had is, because the game kind of changed gears when we had to make the three substitutions. We made those three substitutions. I mean, Potts is going back from injury. Ennis ran his socks off on, on Tuesday night. I mean, it was just catching up with us, wasn't it? I mean, we did suggest that that would be a problem as the, the game progressed, yeah, and it, it I mean, proved to be the case, really. I mean, we, we got to one, we got to half-time, and it was 1-0. It could have been possibly more than 1-0 before half-time. We, we had chances, though. We had chances, yes, but I think there was always a feeling that eventually Marine were going to get a grip on the game, and that's exactly what they did. I mean, you only have to see Max Kane, the, t the two halves he's had. The first half... You know, he had that chance, didn't he? And he, he was making the runs and that kind of thing. But in the second half, basically, Wardle and Johnson have gone. That's enough from you. And <laughs> but this is this is what we've been talking about: the learning curve that some of these youngsters are, are, are having to go through. It's a tough ask. It's a tough ask to step up to this level, and you don't get many Sol Solomons around who can bridge the gap so effortlessly and look like a player who's destined for the greater heights. Um, FC have, have done their bit this afternoon to make it a contest, but I just feel that we never really threatened around the edge of the box. There was lots of passing, but no real cutting edge. I mean, just to focus on a positive, the passing side of it, certainly in the first half, FC United were passing the ball around really well, and... You can imagine some Marine fans here who will be not as informed as we are about the team selection. We'll, we'll be going home going, oh, we've beaten a strong FC United team there, based upon that, that passing, certainly in the first half. But they haven't, have they, really? It's, it's a makeshift FC United but team. But we do, we do flatter at times with our passing. We keep the ball really well. Really well. We, we, we're a very attractive side with the ball. But the difference is, is that Marine can play one ball from the back. Yes, and that's Over the did. top, yes. and it's devastating. One pass. And the players in because he's got movement he, he judges his run well whereas we we string 30 40 passes together and we're stretching the ball left to right right to left but we're not picking gaps 
we're not finding holes. Is that not to do with the experience of the, the defence versus well, the experience of our forward line? Well, that's Pretty partly much. it, yes. Yeah. But we're not just talking about today. I mean, no. it's been been like that for, for some, some part of the season, hasn't it? Even with Regan Lenny at times. Yeah. And that's something the manager has to kind of look at, I think, and say, well, for next season, how are we going to make the difference? Man of the match? I mean, I think Adam Dodd, to be I honest. Was, I, was gonna th- I was thinking of Dodd, briefly, because he's playing in an unfamiliar position. He had a different partner with him today than he did have at South Shields. And he had a very good game at South Shields. Very he was good probably game. unlucky not to be yeah, in the, the mention match. there. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Dodd, for putting two games together in five days, is probably a very strong candidate. We did have Curtis Jones back. I think he played well today. Um, every, every name I mention here, there's a caveat of, yes, we, we know we've just conceded three goals. And that brings me to Willen. Willen's had a good game. Willen made a very good save in that game, in that second half. And he kept us in it at 1-0 for a while. But inevitably, the pressure told. So I don't think DJ Willing can come away from this game with, with any kind of shame because we came up against a good side today. Yeah. We've got to give, give Marine a bit of credit for the way they played. They, they played it really well. There were times when they, they, the game management was good during the match. They consolidated. They didn't give the ball away a lot. They just did what they had to do. I mean, it's a rollercoaster week, this, isn't it, Paul? I mean, it's tr- trying to make sense of what we've seen the last seven days or so is pretty tricky. I think with, with the, the, the injuries and the illness we've, we've had, you can't keep going to the well and expect to find anything. And he's, I think it's going to be a struggle to put a side out on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. It'll be very interesting. Yeah, um, just to say, uh, just to remind you, there's no radio commentary on Tuesday. Uh, you'll be able to watch the game for free on the YouTube channel, the Phoenix Trophy YouTube channel. And James Quinn will be there in Valencia. Offering for, expert for, commentary. Yeah, for Cuenca Mestilistas against FC United of Manchester. Well, Neil Reynolds, uh, FC United manager, is going to be joining us in a second. Uh, so let's hand over now uh, to, to James Quinn for the post-match interview. Neil, um, it was always going to be a tall order today. Um, how well did you feel the group did? Super proud. Super proud of them, you know, to... I'm asking Woolerton and Guy Hall to go and do another 13k this week. I'm asking DJ to come in and make his debut in front of nearly 2,000. I'm asking Doddy to play back-to-back games for the first time since surgery. I'm asking Curtis Jones to come back in. I'm asking, you know, Charlie Ennis at 33, Vinny at 33, Potsy to play back-to-back games. Not fair. And my front line, you know, young lads, I'm asking him to go and express themselves. We were dealt a bad hand overnight. We've dealt with, you know, the, the flu bug and... It's part of the way the season's going at the minute. You know, it's, it's today's a, it's a really patched up side. But saying that, James, I don't know. You know, if people were here, we played some really good football. Well, today. I, I mean, our, our, certainly our view was that there was some really good patient passing movements. It's that, the, you know, the absence of the, of the cutting edge sometimes. But in terms of controlling possession, FC are probably one of the strongest sides in the in the division. And they've said that. You know, if Max, young Max, scores in the first half, you're right behind. You've got a better view than me. You know, he probably should go in. You know, we tested the keeper. Dante was unlucky when the keeper dropped it, but we weren't we weren't toothless. We weren't spineless. We were tired. We were absolutely shattered from what happened in midweek. And you know, the lads, this bug that's going round. There's still four or five in there that aren't great. And they didn't give up on each other. They, they give a really good fist of it. And you know, it wasn't to be. I knew it was going to be tough. And you know, congratulations to, to Youngie and Marine that they've won the game and, and well done. DJ um, <laughs> couldn't have done anything about the first two goals. Great save down in front of us. Uh, Pulled wide in this in the third goal, but in a way he'd been exposed, so he had to make a decision, didn't he? He did, and he did really well. You know, and the kid, kid was told last night that he's going to main road to play. Then he rings me this morning, and said, "Gaff, I've come down with this flu." Then Dan Lavakin rings me, and I rang up DJ. I said, "How rough are you?" And he went, "Well, I'm, I'm probably going about to get it, but I'm all right." I said, "You're playing in nets for us today." And that, that's how quickly football can turn, and he's got to get his head around it. But he was, he was great. He made some good, you know, good, good big saves when he had to do. Uh, I thought he kicked really well. Uh, you know, it's tough. These kids, at the end, the young kids, and the, you know, when it's 3-0 down, they haven't given up on each other. They're carried on going. So I'm pleased for DJ. He's shown that, you know, if we've got a call up him, we will do. Uh, and he's probably, you know, he probably should be happy with his performance today. Um, you did allude to this, but uh, how is Adam Dodd feeling after two unexpected 90 minutes? It's his first back-to-back football game since dying. You know, mm-hmm. let's, put it, let's be realistic. He's come back. That centre-half slot suits him so well. Maybe if he had a, a centre-half partner who was match-fit in Jan, but Jan went down, it would have been different. Uh, you know, two weeks ago, we were going with Olsley and Curtis. Then we went with Jan and Doddy. Now we're going with 
Curtis and, and Doddy, it's, it's just makeshift and, and, and it is what it is. And, you know, the lads are tired and the plan was never, never to play Adam Dodson out. It was never to play Curtis Jones. It was never to play Charlie Ennis or James Vincent or Michael Potts. But you dealt with it and you've got to do it. And, and that's and that's why I've just said to them in there, super proud of them, but there'll be some sore bodies tonight and tomorrow. So this this poses the question for the trip to Valencia, Tuesday night, uh, um, who... Uh, do, do, could you could you put a side out? We're really struggling. We haven't got a Champions League squad and a, and a league squad. We've got a you know we've got a, a, a small squad and you know whilst it's really really good, you know some of these lads are going to be thinking, wow, I've got to go again now. And although it's going to be good in the sunshine, we, we've got to go there with a side. And we're hoping that people make recoveries. Otherwise, we're, we're going to be in a bit of trouble. But this, this is factors that are out of our control. It's a it's an act of God. If people aren't well, they're not well. Uh, and there's no way we can we can let people around the squad if they're not well. And finally, mask next Saturday at home. Um, what sort of game do you expect there? Just just another game that that, that hopefully we're going to have bodies back for. You know, if you would have said to me after the Allison game, we'll take three from six with Marine and South Shields with a flu littered squad that's gone right through. I would have snapped your hand off, James. So I'm studying quite happy. I know some people might not be, but but I am. And massive credit to the lads that that have uh, put a shift in today. You know, I said to Ben before the game and. You know, I spoke to people, it was going to be tough, but I never said that to the squad. I said, all you can do is you know, stick to the game plan and, and give a good account of yourselves. And they've done that. And I'm, I, as a manager, am super proud of them. You know, super proud of them. And like I said, you know, no one meets across the white line and lose. But sometimes, you know, when you've got to put your bodies on the line, you know, it, it only happens for certain games. And today, we're tired and, and it wasn't to be. And you know, you've just got to congratulate the opposition. And although we've got bad luck, Bad luck doesn't get written in the paper tomorrow. It says Marine 3, FC United nil, so we'll take that. FC United manager Neil Reynolds speaking to James there. As discussed, next up for the Reds in the league will be that home game with Mask United this weekend. Kick-off at Broadhurst Park on Saturday will be at 3pm. Admission will be pay on the gate, £12 for adults, £7 concessions, £3 under 18s, while under 5s are free with a paying adult. But remember, if you cannot make the game, then we'll have full live commentary available on the FC Radio website. Tune in from 2.30pm. To the women's team now, and on Sunday, promotion chasing FC United travel to Cheadle Town. To hear now how FC got on, let's hand over to Ben. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to Park Road, the home of Cheadle Town, and this afternoon, the home of FC United and Manchester against Cheadle Town in the Northwest Women's Premier Division and uh, a big game, a follow-up to last weekend's big game uh, as FC United took on at the time the league leaders Curzon Ashton, a fantastic 1-0 victory for FC United at the Tameside Stadium last weekend, looking to make it another crucial victory this afternoon here in South Manchester. FC United now top of the league, however tied with Salford City. Salford City taking on Fleetwood Town. Uh, FC United currently leading the league on goal difference, but FC United do have three games in hand over Salford City. Both teams two points ahead of Curzon Ashton and FC United eight points clear of this afternoon's host, Cheadle Town. Not a happy hunting ground this for FC United. We played twice here this season already in various cup competitions and Cheadle Town have won on both occasions. But in the league, a couple of weeks ago, it was a 2 all draw for FC United against Cheadle Town. A much better performance in that game. And as I said earlier, a victory last week against Curzon Ashton. And the mood is good for FC United. But this is going to be a tough game for the league leaders. FC United lining up at Cheadle Town with Donald in goal. Then it's Jean, Marsh, Carrington, Patient, O'Gara, Dixon, Ogden, Battle, Flanagan and captain Kirsty Chambers. Substitutes for FC United, it's Kennelly, Smith, Hayes, Williams and Kelly. And uh, we're about to get this game underway here. And we are off and running here at Park Road. FC United taking on Cheadle Town. It's first against fourth. Cleared by Jean. Good ball down the right-hand side for Dixon. Dixon crosses his ball in, fired in uh, towards the penalty area. The ball breaks and Flanagan's there and Flanagan just... That was a great effort from Flanagan and uh, there was Singleton down to her right-hand side to save what would have been a goal there for FC United to open the scoring. Instead, it's going to be a corner ball. Fantastic effort there from Flanagan and a great save from Singleton. Chambers chips the ball to the halfway line to battle. Battle holds up the ball, plays it back to O'Gara. O'Gara, there's a run there from Dixon. Oh, O'Gara nearly finds over. Great ball, but cleared. Well defended by Cheadle Town. Ogden. 
Back to Jean. Jean with a first-time ball down the right-hand side. Brought down well there by Dixon. Dixon on the right. Dixon holds up the ball, plays it infield to Flanagan. Flanagan now on the corner of the penalty area, crosses the ball to the back post. There's Chambers. Chambers, square ball to the back post where Jess Battle was. And FC United opened the scoring here. A well-worked move there by the visitors. Flanagan with a ball to the back post. There was Chambers. Chambers, clever play to find Battle there on the, the back end of the six-yard box. And it was a tap-in for the SC United striker. And SC United opened the scoring here. Long ball played over the top, straight from kickoff in the second half. Chambers here. Chambers lays that ball off to Dixon. Dixon goes for goal and just drags it wide. But a good start to this second half for FC United there. And Dixon unlucky not to hit the target. Ogden puts a challenge in and the ball breaks here for Battle. Battle's got time to turn. Battle to the right-hand side of the penalty area, to the byline. It's Flanagan. Flanagan back towards the penalty spot. Cleared. Straight back to Flanagan. Shot comes in. And there's Singleton on the near post. I mean, important save, but it is going to be a corner ball to SC United. Chambers with this corner, and it comes towards the near post. There's Marsh, not being fully cleared yet by Cheadle, and now Cheadle can get the ball clear, but only as far as O'Gara. O'Gara lined up a shot here for distance, goes for goal just wide. A good effort there from O'Gara. We're about 10 yards outside the penalty area, but wide of the goal. Score remains 1-0 to FC. Long ball played over the top, and here's Dunlop now. Dunlop holding that ball up really well. Shot comes in from distance, off the underside of the bar. And what a fantastic finish there by Chloe Mapp. It was good determination from Dunlop, and a fine finish. Ogden, infield, through to Flanagan. Flanagan's got time to pick a right ball, and I think she finds Chambers. Chambers goes for goal. There's Dixon following up, and goal disallowed. Dixon was a yard or so away from Singleton when she made that save. But uh, that is one to look back on the TV replay. But uh, no such things for the referee here. But uh, that goal ruled out. And that is full time here at Park Road. And it's finished all square. FC United hosted Cheadletown a couple of weeks ago. And uh, that finished two all. Here in South Manchester, it's finished one apiece between these two teams. We'll be hearing from James Mulverhill in a second. But I think he's going to be satisfied with that point. FC United opened the scoring on 33 minutes. Jess Battle scoring. A nice bit of play from Kirsty Chambers on the left-hand side of the box. Played it to the back post area and there was Jess Battle to tap it in. Going in at half-time, 1-0 up. However, into the second half and uh, Chloe Mapp got an equaliser for the home side. And uh, let's hear from the FC United manager now. Well, James, a big thank you for joining us. Uh, I was just surmising then that when you take a step back and think about this game and the result, you'll probably take the point. But there was moments in that second half where we probably could have won it. I mean, what, what's your take after after this point here this afternoon? Do you know what, yeah, we, we said before the game that we'd, we'd take a point coming here. For us, as the game's unfolding, though, and you're thinking, we should be we should be winning this game here. We should be two, we should be three nil up um, in the first half. The keeper's made a great save for Flanagan up the far end. Um, but then the second half, I think, just said to the girls, I said composure in the final third was was missing today, big time. And I don't know if it's because of the magnitude of the game, and but there's a lot of girls who will look at themselves tonight and they'll think, I could have probably won it for us today, but I didn't. Um, um, so it feels a little bit like a little bit like low in the group after that performance. But I think once we sit down and look at the table later, and we'll, we'll all look at it and think, you know what? It's not a bad point, that. I mean, Salford are playing Fleetwood, and we, and we think. I mean, there's still time left, but at the minute, Salford are three-two up, so they're likely to go back to the top of the table tonight. Mm-hmm. However, it's all about the games in hand, isn't it? And and you said last week you take a point here yeah. today, uh, given the difficulties we've had here at Park Road yeah. over over this season. Um, I mean, that didn't change. Uh, it's still been a battle this afternoon, hasn't it? Really? Do you know what? As well, it's a tactical battle. Like we, we, they play a five-three-two. It came out of the first half of the 4 3 3, and I was like, oh, here we go, let's have a bit of this. So, everything we planned, we had to throw it out the window. You might have seen me frantically changing shape and moving things around. We did that and we moved things along, and it was a, we made positive movements. But for, for us, in terms of how we adjusted, we adjusted quite quickly, but we didn't, we just didn't have that killer punch, like the killer instincts, and we got beat in those cups. But I always say things happen for a reason in football. It, it, realistically, we, we've, we've not took anything off each other in the league. Like, we, we've, we, this is one of the toughest places to come in the league. Um, we've come here, got a draw today, and we drew against them the other week. So, for me, if you're not getting beat by the people that you're opposing and they're dropping points elsewhere, 
for the, for me now we've got five games left. We look at Cheadle, they they've got five games left. Um, they need us to drop free free games. They need us to lose free games. And, and I'm not going to speak too soon, but I just can't see it with the group that we've got. Um, obviously, you mentioned the goal scoring. Battle did score. It was a well worked goal actually. It was yeah. great stuff from Chambers on the mm-hmm. back post. I mean, she could have just levered it and yeah. see what happens. But there she was with the peace of mind to play it to the the back post area. Yeah. Um, I mean, their goal, their equaliser was was a, a brilliant effort. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's one of them, isn't it? When you look at the game and you think we probably could have done better, we probably could have got more out of it. But it was one of them, you know, when you, you when you want players to zig, they were zagging today. Like when I was trying to shoot, they were passing, and when they was fighting past, they were shooting. And I was like, we're not on the same wavelength here. Like we're all we're kind of not connecting the dots. And I think it's probably fair in the end if you if you take a point out for it. But I definitely feel like we probably probably could have got a couple of goals towards the end. Then play of the match. Um... I mean, there were some moments in midfield between Ogden, Flanagan and O'Gara where they were stringing the passes together and, you know, it was a, a bit of a battle in midfield. But like you say, it's, it's difficult to find a, a player who was 100% consistent throughout. So It's, it's a tough one for me, Save. When you just said that player in the match, and I'm like, I honestly couldn't Not that anyone that. played bad. No, no, but, I, think, yeah. I think we were at sevens today. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's just at a seven. Like, Flanagan was strong and powerful yeah. and created moments for us. Um, I think Abby Carrington at left-back was strong as well. Like, she was, she was executing the game plan spot-on, so... I'd go with two one of them too if I had to pick. Let's go with Flanagan. Yeah. Darwin next, mm-hmm. back at Broadhurst Park. Yeah. Um, this is one of those games where banana skin oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, often gets used as a term in football. Um, this is a banana skin next week. How, how do you prepare for it? Um, they're good. Like, listen, I think they're a good team. They're a really competitive side. And then towards the end of the game, I think last time we played them, our physicality got the better of them. So, um, um, if anyone comes there and, and kind of overlooks Darwin, thinking that they're going to they were going to walk through them, they were really competitive. I remember the game clearly. It was we were one all until like the forty-six minute in the first half where we scored um, and went two-one up. And I think that knocked the stuffing out of them. But until that moment, they were they were in. They were they were they were playing. They were, they've got a, a certain style about how they play, and I like them as a team. And they got. They're a good group of girls, Darwin. So, listen, we're not taking anything for granted. We know we need three points. It's part of our plan to get three points, so we're going to go there and, and work hard to get them. Well, James Mulville, women's team manager, um, big congratulations for the point today. Uh, just keeping the points tally ticking over That's as we head towards the, the close of the season. And uh, we'll speak again against Darwin next week. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Women's team manager James Mulville there. And the club are delighted to announce that FC United are allowing all spectators into the ground free of charge for this Sunday's match with Darwin as part of the non-league weekend. In addition, the club will be running shuttle buses to and from Broadhurst Park on the day, picking up from outside the Crown Plaza in Manchester at 12.45pm and after the game, picking up from Broadhurst Park at 4.30pm. And we'll also have full live coverage from that match as well. Tune in from 2pm on the FC Radio website if you cannot make the game in person. Well, that's it for this week's This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.